Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Michael K Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. So a gentleman... Um writes about us always woke nonsense oh here we go Kimmel spews nonsensical talking points every night but because you and the peanut gallery agree politically with Kimmel you guys are ranting and raving that's why people bail on the show every day I try and listen but always goes woke sad sir by the way you're more than welcome to call in please Andy I dare you Um, double dog has nothing to do with woke I don't even know what Roger's political leanings are. You don't even know what my political leanings are. We only have an idea of what what Peter's are. So uh, why would you say it has nothing to do with politics? Woke has nothing to do with politics. I guess there's one side that doesn't believe as much in woke. I don't know. I don't know what woke means. But, but, I, I, but, I don't want. I, I can't do it. But you look at Bill Maher, right? Okay. He's a avowed liberal. He has been for years. Right. He's totally against woke. Again, again I don't even understand it anymore. But you right. mean, again, against people. Being offended by things is that what? It, uh, what yeah, I means? guess. Well, that everybody and everybody. I don't know how our conversation even related to that, except for hey, buddy, you're obsessed with it. It's all you think about. My guess is you are obsessed with this concept. So when you hear a conversation, it's a word that doesn't come up on the show. It has nothing to do with that. It's the quarterback of the team who our station covers being an absolute nozzle on our company's airwaves. Why would we not talk about it? To protect your little sensitive feelings? Shut up, you snowflake. You all sound so woke. And there's another guy who just said, liberal live. You have no idea. I mean, I am I am assiduous in not telling you my political leanings. How could you say liberal live? <sighs> what, what was even about politics here? Nothing. That we said it was, he said something that he, you should not say because... It's, it feels libelous. Right. It has nothing to do with politics or woke. So to, to this gentleman's point, please, Andy, please call in 1-800-9193 rather than argue with your silly 280 characters. But so you in your world, anybody could say anything about anybody. And if you disagree with it or you think you're it's woke. libelous, you're woke. You're woke. Yeah. Wake up. Well, what, what it comes down to is, is that obviously Aaron Rodgers views, I guess, skew conservative. And Jimmy Kimmel's views skew liberal. So you now, if you're a conservative, you have to side with Aaron. And if you're a liberal... Although we had a caller earlier who very right, blatantly because, said, no, right, I'm a conservative and I but, think Roger's an idiot. But it does feel like the minority because I just think in this country is, well, if I'm conservative and the conservative has an opinion, I have to yes. more value that person's that is opinion correct. and side with him. Even if it's not about the So issues. if you're someone that... Uh, that and, and the vaccination was never brought up, but that's where it kind of starts, is that if you side with Aaron... Never mind the Jet fans, because I, I get fandom. That's that's you're going to skew towards Aaron because he can help you win a Super Bowl. But anybody else that sides with Aaron probably sides with Aaron because they agree with his views. And if they dislike Jimmy Kimmel, it's probably because of his views. So, but so there's no nuance. You can't take a subject and go. No, you know what? I'm an Aaron Rodgers guy. Not you know what? World. He crossed the line because I'm an Aaron Rodgers guy. I am in a lot of ways. And, no, I but, but I thought he crossed the line. But uh, but we do live in a world where you can't, you have to automatically, Republican side, Republicans, Democrats side with Democrats, that's it. End of story. Doesn't matter if I disagree with them. I have to side with him. Instead of the nuance of saying, I'm an Aaron Rodgers guy. But you know what? This time I think he was wrong. Like that caller did. Well, let's talk about crossing the aisle. All right. Now, now let's really cross a line and quote a guy from another station. I, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you which way. Boomer Esiason leans politically. I, I think I could take a guess, but I couldn't tell you for sure. This is what Boomer said today. Okay. I would be slapping a defamation of character right on his ass if I was Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, really? Boomer said that? Yeah. 
So, Mr. Woke Andy, is your head just explode? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure that Boomer and Jimmy right, aren't on the same political page. I would I would guess not, but I don't know. I, I've never asked Boomer Siasen about his political But, but what way. I've heard from And him I don't him. listen to the show all that often, so I don't know which way he's leaning. I'm confident that they're not on the same page, though. So he said he would sue him, just as we said. So I, I, think, I think Peter hit it right on those. Those that are obsessed with left or right, you are blinded by that, and you see everything through that prism. That's your issue, sir, not ours. This has nothing to do with political leanings. This has to do with a guy impugning the character of another man, saying that somehow he's going to be disappointed by the names that are on a list of a, a convicted pedophile. Does that have anything to do with liberal or conservative? That's your issue, Andy, not mine, not theirs. That's your issue. This is a straight up, you can't say stuff like that about other people. And just because you like Aaron Rodgers and you think you lean to the, the, the same side as him politically doesn't mean that it's okay for him to say that. Also, but... And also, I, and there might be people from your side that are on that list, and there might be people from the other side that are on that list. That list is reprehensible, and the person behind it is one of the most evil people of all time. Uh, it's also interesting, too, because we're in such a political time. I really feel like people don't truly know Aaron's politics. I think they really know this one but, issue. But, but, but we, That's it. But in the now post-COVID world, his stance on the vaccine to a lot of people told the story. Well, that's the only issue they care about. One issue voter is what you're talking about. Yeah. But there there are some liberals that didn't want to take the vaccine. Of course. But, but that but that's not these people. The people he's talk, the people I'm talking about are the people who decide everything based on that. It became their number one. Because I think that's right. And I get why it was a super important issue to people at the time. But what I would say to people is, I understand it was super important to you at the time. This is people, no matter how you feel about the vaccine, either way. Guys, it's it's thank god as a society uh, we have moved past it we we lost tons of people it was an awful time well, but we don't need you don't need but, to but, have but, your but, whole but, life defined but, by the vaccine but still in, man in, in in defense of them i guess is that we've moved past it has aaron no because he was he was poking fun at kelsey and he wanted he, to debate he, Fauci. he drops it so that's a great point it, he, it, he will not let it go yeah, he he doesn't let it go so it becomes a thing but i think most of us already let it go but I do think that that built the foundation of, hey, Aaron's my guy. He, we were of like thinking. But you're right. I, I don't know. I guess he'd vote for Kennedy. But I, uh, he has he really, beyond that, had any no, other political really statements it. to make you believe he's left or right? And believe me, whichever way Aaron Rodgers leans, he would not influence which way I would vote in a, a million years. Nor would any public figure. Sorry. We're not important. Well, That's why I never talk about my political lean. Nobody should care. Nobody should care what I think. I'm a sports talk show host. I do the Yankee games. What does it matter who I support, what I support? You make your own decisions. But but, but I, I do think... Go to your own echo chamber. But I don't think anybody is influenced by uh, the fame of somebody politically. He's like, oh, I'm going to vote this way because my favorite actor is that. I do think there is the the galvanizing of the opinion based on the popularity of a person that agrees with you. Maybe. Let's go to the phones, 1-800-919-3776. Calvin in Nassau. What's up, Calvin? Hey, how you guys doing? Oh, sorry. I just turned my radio down. Um, yeah, so the first caller, the guy who called in, I believe his name was Jason, and he said, you know, no one should necessarily care, uh, or Jimmy shouldn't care, or you guys don't know for sure which way or the third. And he tried to bring up Hitler. It's like, you can't compare someone to Hitler. If I said you went down and you were a Hitler idealist, that may be a different conversation. I'm saying what you do in your life, or if I flat out called you a racist. I don't know Jimmy Kimmel, but Jimmy Kimmel's somebody's son, dad, mother, you know, he's somebody's brother. It, those people didn't choose that platform. So now if those people right. are in danger, you know, what, 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 is, what, is, what is their outlet? You well know, said. these, like you said, someone might be off their rocker and just that's the thing that pushed them over the edge. And now they know where Jimmy Kimmel's sister is or Jimmy Kimmel's mom or somebody like that. That's why you don't insinuate those things. Calling somebody a flat earther or making a joke about them, that's a joke. You can, you know, call somebody... Blow somebody off. Call them silly or or make a joke back. But uh, an insinuation about somebody's character or something this 
of this magnitude, that's not what you do. Well said. Well said. Could Thank you, Calvin. Calvin. Let's go to a Danny in Long Island. Danny. There he is. Boys, I'd like to take it down a notch. Can I do a, can I do a would you? Please. Oh, please. Would you like to wear a soiled diaper for the next 24 hours or care less about Jimmy Kimmel or Aaron Rodgers and what they think? Because there's a man who's sitting here looking at the tuition bill and all this stuff, and I call. I like to be entertained. I'm not concerned about either one of these two idiots. They, they, don't, they don't care about me. I'm not concerned about Aaron Rodgers' thoughts on anything. I'm not concerned about Jimmy Kimmel's thoughts on anything. And if you, you know, know, let, let me start it for a Jimmy second, Kimmel. Danny. It's, it's not as if we're talking about uh, um, Jimmy, who owns the uh, the pizza store downstairs, said something about Jimmy Kimmel. We're talking about the quarterback of the Jets, how that impacts the Jets I organization. I understand, but it's I don't care about this. They're both idiots, as far as I'm concerned. They have more money than I'll ever have, and it's not entertaining because it's divisive. And like you said, people are freaking out either side. People dig in. People have their opinions. It's too much. We, we have enough of this in this nonsense. I tune into the candy store, and I understand you guys have to talk, and it's been well-rounded, and it's been entertaining, but it's supposed to be the candy store. We got football. We got a range of blowout. We got, you know, there's always something better than this nonsense. Do we two have multi-millionaires. Well, we don't have a Thursday night game finally. Imagine well, we're going to miss Thursday night now. I, I, I mean, yeah. I, I just said to Anthony during the break, I, I said, listen, this might not be my topic choice if either of the football teams could put on a presentable enough product that there'd be any reason to talk about them. But you didn't, answer, you didn't answer the would you? Didn't answer the would you rather wear the soil uh, diaper or yeah. talk about this for 25? I would rather talk. I'm enjoying uh, yeah, talking about this. Because yeah, yeah, you get irritated and it's really uncomfortable. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, but, yeah, Danny, yeah. but Danny, like, we, had the, we honestly had this conversation in our pre-show meeting. And my point was, because I, I kind of lean towards you, there's a lot of other things to talk about, and we'll get to it. But we are talking about what everybody is talking about today, and it involves the biggest athlete in New York sports. So it's really hard to ignore it. And it, and the phones are blowing up, and people are opinionated about it. I understand it's the candy store, but sometimes life gets in the way of the candy store, and sometimes it's, you know, the fight spills into the room, in another way to put it. I mean, I don't know how you avoid this topic. It happened on our air. It happened with one of the biggest athletes in New York sports, and it's literally all anybody's been talking about today since it happened. So Show, shows you can't win, though, Don, because if we completely avoided the topic, right, then we would be accused of, well, we didn't talk about it because it was a McAfee. We don't want to like get on McAfee's bad side. Touché. We didn't talk about it because it's Aaron Rodgers and we're in business with the Jets. We didn't talk about it because it makes ESPN look bad. There's no way we could win. So we chose to go head on against something that is a hot button issue in our company. And now you're going to rip us for actually having the nerve or the intestinal fortitude to tackle a subject that isn't all uh, unicorns and rainbows. Sorry, if you can't handle it and you think it's woke, change the channel. Sorry, I, I, I'm with Michael. It's like we we would get, you get killed for not talking about it. We we have the the opportunity at this show to cover the things we want to talk about. I, I'm sorry, Michael. I, I don't know how you feel. I'd feel like I was forcing my way through the show today to not mention this at all and just talk about I, 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 the Knicks, uh, college football playoff. Our football teams, which are putrid and have no real stories, uh, th this is what's happening. Uh, why be scared of it? And by the way, we choose to make this so divisive. This doesn't have to be the most divisive subject. It's it's a, it's a subject about a guy who has taken over your football team. He runs every aspect, it seems, of the Jets. He played three snaps. Four. And he, sorry. Don't take a snap. It right? was the fourth snap. Yeah. It, he played four snaps. And he is going to now dictate this team at least next season. People are speculating the following season as well. And he said he wants to play two more years. And yesterday he got on ESPN Airwaves and decided to assassinate the character of one of the biggest personalities at the parent company of ESPN. That is fascinating. If you don't think you can handle it or you think it's so divisive and political, yeah, I'm with Michael. Don't listen. It's not that divisive. It's just an interesting conversation. Well, you're making it divisive. And somebody said on, on, on X... Well, but are they talking about it's political? No, that's the way you're hearing it, dude. I do it's a not political. I do a morning show every day with one of my best buddies, one of the people I love most in the world, who is ardently against the vaccine. I argued with him 
every day of the uh, of the pandemic. I love him. He's at my wedding. He's one of my close friends. This doesn't have to be some crazy divisive issue. It's and not even gave, about that. gave the biggest gift at the wedding, too, right? No. That was that person? Oh, I, I thought you were talking about that. About Ebro? Yeah. No, Ebro, Ebro got his vaccine and gave me the number one spot. Oh, okay. So but the, the person who you're talking about... He's not on the... No, he's not on the podium. But he's not, a, not even close to the podium. <laughs> no. But he's a great guy, and he wasn't expected to be near the podium. But either way, Ebro broke the podium. Right, he ruined it for all of us. I mean, he, he, he everyone was doing great. You, Don, and then you Natalie's, uh, my parents, yeah, and then Natalie's you brother. Envelope. But then, the fact uh, that it was late, you take it down a notch or two, right? It wasn't really late though. I just kind of missed it. Oh, really? It was like it was within a couple of weeks. Oh, that's late. We we, we brought late, we though. brought the gift to the place. Yeah, but you know, podiums right after the games. It's not like you like yeah. a month later. <laughs> yeah, you can't be qualified at that moment. The podium we were on. I think Don and I are on the top. You know, by the way, speaking of podiums and gifts and those issues. I have to say this. I just am getting to Christmas cards, which have been kind of piled up in my mailbox because I was uh, away in Brazil. Mm -hmm. And I got to the Rothenberg Christmas card. Which was nice. By the way, I'll tell you one thing about the Rothenberg family. Beautiful family, first of all. Shocking, coming from Dave. But, number one, they love a card, don't they? Mm -hmm. They love a card. They're very committed to the Christmas card, the family thing. You think think Dave is just this lovable man, the way they just love the the dogs. They make him out to be Robert Young. Yeah, the dogs. Or or Cliff Huxable in the day. Right, formerly Cliff Huxable. But I have to say something important. Sherry looked amazing. Mm -hmm. The kids are getting quite handsome. Handsome boys. Handsome boys. And Dave... Looked trim. Mm-hmm. Clearly, they used a picture from like the bar mitzvah time. Mm-hmm. Looked handsome. Looked good. His suit fit well. Take that picture today. No, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> Dave, you, you had to wear the sneakers with the suit and your card. What, what are you? What are you, Dan Orlovsky, on, on on an episode of, Billy of, of Joel. Get Up? What What are you doing? He, he, one thing You're about, better. Than I'm going to defend Billy Joel to you. He uh, did a long he just time struck ago. a nerve. No, no, he did. Billy Joel never wore sneakers with a suit. Billy Joel wore a, uh, which oh. I will do sometimes too, a sport coat, jeans, shirt and a tie, jeans, and a sneaker. If I ran ESPN, like if they gave me the top spot, sure, I would say to every one of them, and we love Dan Orlovsky. He's going to be on today. If you ever wear sneakers with a suit again, you're off the air. Right. It's not. It shouldn't be done. The people oh. on the CBS show. Oh, it's all disgusting. Uh, a CBS pregame well, show. Is, what, what, you don't wear sneakers with a but, but, suit. But, 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 I'm with I wasn't you. knocking Billy. Down. Because I'm just saying that when you're an artist, you could do. When you're a musician, you do whatever you want. I'm just saying Dave Rothenberg is not in the position where he's Billy Joel. He can do whatever he wants. And and, and by, he looked so good. Otherwise, he was thin. The suit looked nice. It fit nice. And they, he did. He by the way, Dave is so confident in the, at the time he took this picture. Don he included a full body shot in his card. You don't see that all the time. Full body shot. But then he included the sneakers with the suit. It, it made me sick to my stomach. So spe- I threw up on the card. Speaking of cards. Uh, Jody and I have made a, a unilateral decision over the last year. We're not sending them out anymore. No, what what, I did, what we you. did this year was digital. We sent them out to people's email. Did I get one? Yeah, I think I sent it to you. I, I, by the way, I got text of, of a picture. Yeah, from you. that a, was a, it? the text. Yeah. Did you get my card? No, I did not get a card. From I didn't get a card from you. You got cards. They were mailed. I didn't get them. Everybody else got them. Never got them. I don't, I don't think it was shown to you. No. Jody kept the card from me. Think about that. Well, I did mention, but, but, well, Don did mention my thank you note yesterday, and you said you didn't see that either. No, I did get that. I just, I, I chosen to forget, chosen to forget it. <laughs> so can I tell you a quick uh, holiday uh, gift? Um, Please. So Jody and I agreed before, let's not, let's not get each other gifts. Okay. It's just ridiculous, right? Uh, she followed through on it. I didn't. So I got zip, but um, I said, I can't not get her a gift. Well, you're, what a hack you are. You well, did that? Yeah. Why? I just felt guilt because I said, ah, she's going to get me something. She didn't. She she didn't get me anything. Hurtful. Good for her. And that so I, I decided to get her, and we don't ever spend like this. Oh, boy. I went to a Gucci store Whoa. in the Westchester Mall to buy her a bag. Okay. Gucci bag. Why didn't you consult with me? I got people. I don't need bargains That's on good. a Christmas gift. Okay. So I go in Can there. you hear that? By the way, Don, that mm. there was a lot in that statement. A lot. Don't, Mr. I Mr. Go Humble in, America. I go, I go in there, Okay, and I pick out the bag. Not a big bag, because it's even a small bag is a lot of money in Gucci. Well, that's why I was... Okay. So, the lady is moving like molasses. She goes in a back room where she's she's got my credit card. She's wrapping it in an extravagant yeah, way. That's what they do at Gucci. And three guys come in with hoodies on and masks. Wait, what? Into the store. You're joking. No. 
and they're asking prices of things, and I'm going, this is not going well. And I wanted to get out of there, but I didn't want to leave my credit card. I was going to leave without the bag. Okay. The guy says, how much is this hat? And a Gucci hat is like $900. Well, it depends what hat it was. Well, it was a leather Gucci hat. Oh, a leather hat. And he peels off like nine $100 bills, and he's paying that way. And I'm going, this is not going well. Well, hold on. They're, but they're paying. But the concern is but, gone But now. It, they were lingering. And it was like, it was almost like they didn't want to do something because the big, fat, tall guy is there, too. Okay. And I couldn't get out of there faster. And I kept looking on social media if anything happened. Why would you go into a store with, with hoods and masks on? And it weren't, they weren't COVID masks. They were masks. What do you mean masks? Like they, they had the turtleneck pulled up over their nose. That is strange. I said, I, I'm doing a nice thing. Get my wife a gift. And this is how I'm going to go. At the Westchester Mall of the Gucci but, shop. But, uh, <laughs> And meanwhile, all they did was go in and buy a leather hat no, and leave. No, I, no, they didn't leave. I left. She gave me the thing. I ran out. I took the card. I wow. didn't take the receipt. And I bolted. Oh, you, you really, Don, he really strikes you. He really gives you like the John McClane you, you know, no, diehard No, you know, I would have been on an elevator down to the the first floor at Nakatomi Plaza. Out. Out, of the, out the door. Not right. Up out the, the door. But did Jody like the bag? Loved it. She couldn't believe it. Couldn't no, I couldn't believe I got nothing. Couldn't believe it. But what does guys, that really say about you, though? Doesn't it? But, you, but words are weapons; they're tools. <laughs> you, you you spoke about not exchanging gifts. And how did you know what bag she wanted? You took a guess. I I, I know her taste. Wow, hmm. yeah. interesting. I know. Hey, hey, can you get a bad Gucci bag? I, I don't. I don't know. I'm not a bad guy. How much? How much could you got me off of it? I nothing, nothing, and never speak of it ever again. I would have told you this though, for the for the record. Yeah. If you were going to go to the where did you go? Westchester Town Center. Westchester Mall. Not the Westchester County Center, Westchester Mall. <laughs> Westchester, if you were going to go to the Westchester, if you were going to go to Westchester Mall, right, you might have just might as well have gone up to the outlet in Westchester where they have a lot of Gucci bags in there. I don't want to do outlet. <laughs> Don, you hearing me? Listen, you, if you go to the Gucci outlet, you're not going to find a lot of great clothes. I mean, you can, you can stumble into them, oh. but the bags—they have a lot of bags. And in what's there. funny is he doesn't want to do the outlet because he was afraid what happened at the high end place. Would happen, but it, it, but it happened there anyway. <laughs> what happened was a guy bought a hat. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, no. But they stay. They, they did you ever hear about anything yeah, happening? Nothing. No, no. But then I did notice that when I bolted out of the shop, there were armed policemen like in the next store. So they would have been. Maybe they were waiting for those guys to do their rounds. This sounds like a terrible operation. I've never heard of an operation like this. What do you mean operate? Well, what do you mean uh, to steal? Well, yeah. That you come in and ask for prices. That's not how this works. Well, maybe they were stalling. I, listen, I don't have a lot of experience in this but he regard. Paid for one of them, they did pay for the hat. Oh, this is a bad. This is a weird plan. Uh, again, hoodies and mask. Why? Well, because maybe was indoors. A, is it possible that they had a cold and did, uh, we're, yeah, we're, yeah. We're, well, wait a that minute. We're it. removed from mask time. Like I, I used How to always have one it? in my pocket. How cold was it? Was it? an indoor mall. It was delightful. Oh. It was seventy degrees. No, but I, I used was to like. Did you always have like a mask on you? But now we're we're beyond that now. But all of a sudden, let's say you're, you 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 start sneezing, you're like, I, I don't want to freak people out. I've got a turtleneck on. I'm just going to put it over my face. And make <laughs> no, it does. No, it no. does play weird when you say no. it that way. And the whole thing is weird. And the hoodie. Well, what do you mean by hoodie? Well, the, they had their hoods pulled this up is over a their head. But I could walk around with this hood up. But, and but, but, you, you, I, I would question your your motives if you had the hood up and a mask. The ma- the mask is the part that makes it seem. Right, we've got we've got Tom Crean coming up, and you might say, "Why why Tom Crean?" Well, well, I do. We're former coach of Indiana, okay. and he coached OG Ananobi. Oh. and I want to know how he's going to fit in. Let's play. Let's uh, so so far so good. And also, Tom Crean is married to uh, the Harbaugh sister. Oh, so we can ask about so those are his in laws that yeah. we saw heard from yesterday. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, that's all coming up in just a moment. But first, Peter wants to talk to us about Fanduel. Guys, the NFL regular season is wrapping up, but there's still some time to get on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get 150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's 150 bucks in bonus bets. Win or lose. The app is easy to use. Many different bet types. Um, how about this? Live same-game parlay bets that you can find uh, in the new Explore tab, so you can make a parlay, maybe in the Parlay Hub. So many different ways to find popular parlays and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Peter. Make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 over and physically present in New York. First online and real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issues, non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. For help with the gambling problem, call 877-HOPE-NY or text OPEN-Y at 467-369. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... 
Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy, hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. All right, so the debut of OG Ananobi... Went very well. Uh, Next play tonight uh, against the Bulls. So we'll see him uh, for the second time. But we thought it'd be a good idea to talk to Tom Crean, who coached OG in college. And now he's a member of our ESPN family as well, college basketball analyst. And Tom joins us now on the show. Tom, it's Michael, Don, and Peter. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, thanks for having me and looking forward to talking to you guys. All right, so let's talk about OG. You know the Nick roster. You know the players that he's going to be playing with on the floor for the most part. How do you think he fits into the scheme that Thibodeau runs, and how do you think he fits into the New York scene? Well, I think, first off, he, he's perfect for Tom Thibodeau because this is probably the closest he uh, will have had to a Jimmy Butler type of player since he had Jimmy Butler because – you know, they're, they're a little different. I mean, he's in his seventh season. He's 26 years of age, but he can guard. He, he, he is a, he's got grit. He's got some griminess to his game. He, uh, he's, he's way tougher than people realize. You know, I think sometimes people mistake that kindness for weakness, and that's not even remotely close. I mean, he's, he's got some nastiness to him, and I think that fits. I think he's, he's not only uh, really, really good enough to guard – one through five on the floor, but I think he relishes that. And I think he's going to fit that very well. And I think guys like Julius Randle and Brunson and everybody else are going to really enjoy playing with him because he doesn't have to have the ball to impact the game because of the way that he he does so many different things. But when he does get the ball, they're going to get it back or he's going to knock down an open shot or he's going to get an offensive rebound and kick it out. They can trust him on the break, and then I think as, as he gets more comfortable after the next few weeks or so, I mean, you're going to see more decision-making come out of OG. You're going to see him making plays for other people. You're going to see more things in the lane. Uh, again, he's only 26 years of age, and I, I truly think he's not even close to being as good as he's going to be. And as far as it fitting into New York, I think New York people are going to love him because he, he what you see is what you mm-hmm. get. There's not... There's no air. There's no act. There's no. Uh, it, it, it's not about him, right? Like he wants to be great. He's got an unbelievable drive. You know, he may not be as fun because he's not going to have as many, you know, good quotes or one-liners and things like that. But he is who he is, and I think people will will really take to that. And I think he's so excited about being in New York. I think people are going to feel that too. Yeah, because. They're very supportive. <clears throat> Nick fans are very supportive, Tom. But sometimes what happens is wanting to win that elusive championship that they haven't had in 50 years, it just seems like sometimes the pressure can be crushing to a lot of players when it's like destination championship. Anything short of that is a disappointment, especially for new players to come to New York. So how, how about the expectations of what he can supply to this Knicks franchise? 
Well, I think the fact that I think the fact that he's he's wanted uh, that type of environment. I think the fact that he did so many things as a rookie, like he got hurt with us. My last year with him was his sophomore year. He got hurt at Penn State, tore his knee. He missed his last eighteen games of his sophomore year with us, and. Basically, when Toronto drafted him, in my mind, I thought they were drafting him as a redshirt because there was no guarantee he was going to play that year. But he had a great surgery, he had a great rehab, and he ended up being a starter on the number one seed in the East. So he goes from the first round of the playoffs as a as a new as a twenty year old, basically guarding John Wall and Bradley Beal in the first round, and then having to guard LeBron in the second round. So I think he's always been in high pressure basketball situations and been comfortable with that with maybe obviously not in a, in a situation where there's many eyes on him every day as there are in New York but I think the way he plays he never really gets outside of himself if that makes any sense he's not trying to do things just to show that he can do them I mean and I think but I do think the way he works there's so much in his game that can still come out then I think people are going to see that too. But I think he's going to fit in well with that because he's a he's a very confident guy, you know. But he's very relational. You know, he 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 looks forward to you know having bonds with his teammates and his coaches and things like that. He's just he's a very very loyal, caring guy, and I think he's going to fit in as time goes on. He'll go through his growing pains with it, but I think as he gets comfortable, he'll be fine with all of that. What do you say to the Knicks fan who goes? Uh... Well, I'm sure he's a nice player, and this is a nice move, but this isn't a piece that's going to change this team very much. What's your response to that? I would say the day they traded for him, it changed the East immediately. That's what I would say, because Mm -hmm. he's not afraid to guard all those guys. And he has guarded those guys. The people that the New York Knicks have got to go through, you know, to be successful, he's very, very confident guarding those people. And I think with the way Tom coaches and Tom schemes – OG's going to make very few mistakes. And not only is he going to not make many mistakes, he's going to be a good help cover defender for the other guys, right? Like he's going to help them. And I think you're going to see that the guys that they have, maybe that don't even get as much attention defensively, like Josh Hart, he's going to flourish with guys like that. And I think he's a, he's got he's way, way tougher than people think. And you're not punking him. Nobody's coming in and, and talking to him and backing him down. And I think New York fans are going to see that. And and I think he's way more than just a good fit. I think he helps that team. And I think he makes everybody else better as the season goes on. Tom Crean is our guest, former college coach, now with us at ESPN. So I, I looked this up, uh, Tom. Ananobi, when he arrived at Indiana, was the 294th ranked high school senior. Not heavily recruited other than Indiana and a few others. So is his excellence now directly attributable to you and your great coaching? Well, I had my hand in it, but I'm not, <laughs> he, he, I can't do anything. I, he, we had our days, trust me. I mean, we had our days that he didn't want to hear it. But I, I think, I'll, I'll tell you this, when we signed him, right. when we signed him, I thought he would be a three-year and out guy. I thought it would take three years. I didn't think it would take four. I didn't totally see the two. But he he just once you figured out how bad he wanted it, right? And I had a feeling of it in recruiting. He was just completely under recruited. I mean, we, the first time we went to see him, we saw him in Atlanta at an Under Armour event. We went to see another player. We go to the game, and here's this guy with a headband, the floppy hair. He's guarding the ball uh, on the baseline. He's guarding the ball full court. He's full court pressing. His name wasn't even in the program. It wasn't even in the, the book we spent $750 for. Wow. And, oh, no, it's crazy. Like, I had no idea who he was when we walked into that gym. But doing the research, getting his name, studying some film, uh, I, I, you know, I kind of I got intrigued by watching him live, but kind of fell in love with his game by watching his film. And that's when we offered him. And I just think, you know, there was a belief system that he could do it but he couldn't do it even for us as fast as he thought he could do it, right? Like he had to get stronger, even though he's got a great body. He had to get more flexible. He had to really, really become the defensive player uh, that he could become. And then all of a sudden you started to see this incredible balance that he had. And, and he had great feet and great hands. We knew that when we signed him. Well, then all of a sudden you see this vision that he has and this quick twitch that he has. And, and 
all of a sudden all these athletic attributes that he had, they come alive as he got more flexible and as he got more fundamentally skilled. And so if he hadn't gotten hurt, he would have been an easy lottery pick that sophomore year. You know, it was really a steal at 23 for Toronto. And I know there's some teams that were in the teens that I thought were going to that were going to take him, and they didn't really understand his personality. And it was almost like, no, he's not aloof. No, he's not abrasive. No, he's quiet. He's very, very thoughtful. He overanalyzes. He overthinks. But he's the real deal. And I think that's what I think that's what he's kind of grown into. And I think it's going to take off for him in New York, even more so than it has. So, what's the ceiling for the Knicks? The ceiling? Oh, I think they're. I think they're. Uh, if this goes the way it could go, I mean, there's no question they're they're in contention for this this year. I would think. I mean, it's. I think the East, as good as the East is, the Knicks have got so many uh, pieces, and and I think another area that that is they figured out, you know, without Mitchell Robinson and the rebounding that he did, that's one of OG's great strengths. I mean, he he can really really rebound the ball. He's got a great knack for the ball. I don't know if there is a ceiling for them. I, I don't think it's far-fetched at all to be talking about them in the same breath as Milwaukee and Boston and Philly and whoever else there is because they've got so many guys that can play, make plays. And and you see it all the time, not only with Julius Randle scoring, but I think Julius Randle's passing. He's going to love throwing the ball to OG because something good's going to happen with it when he throws it to him. And uh, I, I don't think they have a true ceiling. I think they can compete with them all right now. All right, so in 27 games with Toronto and then the one with the Knicks, he's averaging 15.2. So he's clearly the third option with the Knicks, Tom. How much is there offensively if they let him go? Oh, I think he can get, because he's basically getting those points without anything really being run for him, mm-hmm. uh, I think it can be... I think there'll be nights he'll be in the high 20s, uh, low 30s, but I think there'll be nights they'll win that he'll get 12, 10, and 7 assists. And I think he can really float a lot of different ways with that team. But it's it's what I think is going to really go up is the, is the plus-minus when he's on that floor because he can impact so many things defensively. And the other thing he can do is he's an, because he's so smart and he's got really good vision, you know, he's got really good depth perception, he's got the quick twitch, he, he, he gets a lot of credit for what he does on the ball, and rightfully so, but I think he's got a lot of talent off the ball, and I think that's going to help the Knicks. And so um, I don't know as much about the scoring. I mean, I know that he wants – I think as he gets comfortable, you'll see more of that come out. I mean, he's, he's way better shooting it from the slot or the above-the-break three, they call it, the NBA. He's way better at shooting that shot. Than, than, than people realize. Obviously, the corner shooting has been very good. But he's going to – he's one of those guys, there's an old saying, you know, the ball finds energy. Right. That's kind of what OG is about. That's kind of how he is. I believe mean, I heard that phrase time ago. We used it all the time with him in college, and I think that's exactly what he's like now. Tom, before we let you go. On those distinctive cuts. I, I want to know if you've ever heard this. There's a great football writer in our city at Newsday uh, by the name of Bob Glauber. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not like like you see Bob Glauber go. Oh, he kind of looks like Tom Green. He is you, yeah, he's Tom. You. Have you ever been? Have you ever been near him in the same room? Do you agree with this? Have you ever seen a picture of him? Well, I saw a couple of polls where people said Bob was far better looking than I was. So, like, he, I, I turn that. I, I turn those things. Yeah, I think right that, that's, no, that's a bit aggressive. <laughs> Bob. Bob and I, actually, we've done some interviews uh-huh. uh, together in New York. I think I was in Indiana uh, when we did it. But, uh, no, we've talked to each other. I, we don't, I don't know him great. I loved his book that he did on uh, on Gibbs and Parcells. Yeah. And, uh, was it Walsh? Was yeah, the, other the one? NFC I mean, East was, coaches, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was tremendous. And uh, I, loved, I loved your book, too, the interviews. Like, I, I got oh, a lot thank of you. Wow, thank you very much. Yeah, I did. I got a lot out of that. But, no, I uh, I like Bob. Uh, I think he's a great writer. And uh, we've had a couple of those moments where we were right next to each other. We actually did an interview one time in the garden, actually. So that was kind of cool. Well, we did a face-to-face interview. So will you be uh, in Houston next week uh, with your wife's brother? I will. Pretty yep, exciting for the family, the right? Got, uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Plus the Ravens are rolling. And... and uh, I'll be in ESPN next week, so I've got to figure out how I'm going to get out of Houston. 
a little bit quicker than I anticipated because uh, I'm in the studio next week, but I'll be there. I can't miss that. Yeah, I saw so Jim's we'll dad getting sure. interviewed after the game. I didn't see a resemblance, did you? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's unbelievable. It's, it's like Jim <laughs> aged like 25 years. <laughs> uh, Coach Harbaugh will be the mayor of Houston by sometime Monday morning by the time they get in there. He will... He, people will find him. He is. Uh, he's never met a stranger, Joni's. Joni's dad and mom. Neither one of them ever met a stranger. So it's it's fun for them. Those are awesome. My daughter, my oldest daughter, who lives in New York City, was there with them through all of that uh, this past week, and so that was cool to see all that. And and uh, Jim and John are just they're they're unbelievable at what they do. I mean, they just and I think people are seeing it when they see the way their players respond to them. So. I hope they both. I hope they both finish their last games this year with championships. How how thick are Jim's glasses in real life? I mean, it looks like he really uh, has an eye problem, right? He, he he must have bad eyesight. Well, those are new. The ones that he has new, you know, the other ones that got so dark, they were like Bo Schembechler uh, <laughs> right. reincarnate. Right. Right? <laughs> and Joni's dad wears the same type of glasses. They, they, they get so dark, you know, as soon as, as soon as they get a little light into them. Um, I don't think Jim's eyes are that bad. I think they've gotten like everybody else. I think they've they've aged a little bit. I don't think those things are as, as strong as you might think they are. I oh, think good. he likes the frames that are. I think his wife Sarah. I think Sarah picked those frames. <laughs> good stuff, Tom. Thank you for giving us some uh, you know insight on OG and uh, also good luck on uh, on Monday. That should be fun for the whole family and Happy New Year. Yeah, you guys too. Thanks for having me. All right, good stuff from Tom Crean. He really likes Ananobi, huh? Hell of a phone line, too. Yeah. You know, I respect a man with a good phone line. You've always said that. You've always said that. Hey, to score a touchdown, everything needs to line up perfectly. Yep, no different than finding the person you want to marry. When the time comes to propose, well, do what I did. Visit the engagement experts at London Jewelers. They'll make shopping for a ring easy. Let them help you pick or design the perfect ring to fit any budget from their 2 by London collection. London Jewelers is committed to getting it just right, so visit London Jewelers today at any of their seven locations, including the newest location, the mall at Short Hills. Mention that I told you to stop by, you'll get the Michael K. treatment. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. 
Metropolitan Entertainment welcomes Tool to Madison Square Garden for two nights, Friday, January 12th and Saturday, January 13th. ESPN New York has your chance to score tickets at ESPNNewYork.com or on the ESPN New York app. Scroll down to contest, submit your entry. Brought to you by Metropolitan Entertainment. Tool tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. We talked to Dan Orlovsky in the 5 o'clock hour. Love Dan. Now Don't love his shoes always, but did you see him sniffing shoes the other day? Molly shoes, Molly yeah. Karam shoes. Yeah. Well, does that make it better? No, no. no he's just being specific. No, I just want to like further yeah. the story. I th- I think you were trying to um, defend Orlovsky no. because it was her shoe. Uh, are you kidding? Is that what That's Peter, the way I for a second? You know did what? You take it I, I got to tell you, I'm in lockstep with your friend who emails the show. Right. And, I mean, he's who, out tell, get me. who tells you that Don hates you? Right. In this case, right. uh, you might be right. Yeah. I didn't take it that way at all. He was just being specific when I said he sniffed shoes and he said Molly shoes. Right. It's not like he took shoes off of Marcus Spears or <laughs> off of Laura Rutledge. It was Molly. He's Karen's being shoe. specific. There's video right there of him sniffing the shoe. Now it's a little odd for him to do. Stephen bought way. Molly shoes. He bought her the shoes. I believe Stephen. I think believe it was Stephen's Christmas gift for Molly. Shoes. I believe was shoes. Interesting. Really. I'm glad that we've made an agreement it, never to exchange. By the way, Anthony, Anthony, I'm not getting that wrong, right? right? Isn't that what the segment was? First, I heard. I only saw the sniffing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That might be a drop. Um, does uh, does, does and, Steven have anything in common with Rex? And, <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, Steven, and I believe Shannon, was it Shannon on that day, went on to accuse Dan of maybe having something in common well, with, with Rex. Well, I think that's also on the on table. The table. I, I do just, love that Rex just owns it now. He has to. Owns it. Yeah. He, should, he might as well start a website. He should right. go full bore with the whole thing. Quentin Tarantino. Really? It's a thing for him, too. And then you watch the movies. True. He puts it in the movie. It's, uh, it's always in there. The foot no. massage in Pulp Fiction. I'm telling you, it's... it's it's My wife's my wife's feet are wasted on me. She has nice feet? Beautiful feet. Really? I mean, I, I give her I give her foot massages, but it doesn't do anything for me. Does it do anything for her? Oh, she... Well, Natalie, part of the deal of hmm. being with her is to basically be massaging her constantly. I have to literally... Her whole body? Every feet? anything she wants full time full time touching at all times it's like what it's it's so it's, well, i have to tell you it's it's exhausting well the rubbing of the feet shouldn't do anything for you her reaction should no her reaction is one of relaxation it's not one of oh ecstasy no i mean although there are other massages i give that are are closer to ecstasy but even that you're making it sexual cuz you're a filthy deviant <laughs> but even when i say even when i say it gives her satisfaction it's not it's it's like one of those things that she would be like, oh my god, this is better than sex. But it's not sex. It's All right. it's just a nice feeling. Speaking of massages, sure. On the 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 cruise, oh, the people where is that this going? were running uh the portion with the players mm-hmm. offered me and Jody a full body massage. Now I thought you were opposed to this. I hate it. But I did it. You did? Yeah. With different rooms. And Wait, was, oh, different different rooms. Yeah, you know, it wasn't like we're holding well, hands. And was it a couples massage? No, 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 no. Oh, we, we, both Natalie, got, we both got a massage. Natalie and I did couples massages in a. Prison? And the, the woman I was really, really working. Really, really it working, work. right? And I, I could not have been less relaxed. I hated it. I hated everything about it. And then she tried to upsell me creams and stuff like that. Hmm. And I said, stop. You're dealing with somebody who can't. You can't. So why you do why'd you do it? Because I want to see. Am I missing something? Because a lot of people like massages. Shut she, up, you big man. So after she's done, she goes, how was it? I said, not great. And she goes, why? I said, it didn't do anything for me. I mean, it was. Not, I mean, you do, you're good you, at what you do, but... She doesn't hit any spots that make you feel good? There are no spots. There's no spot on my body that makes me feel happy. Bah! Oh, really? Um, the, I, this is, again, what... You've had some weird takes today. This isn't the weirdest one. No, this... Not even close. <laughs> no. If you people only knew... Really? This isn't anything. Nothing, it's, but... You can't I, get up from that take. I can't believe... <laughs> I can't believe that it does nothing for you. Do you like being a massage, son? Yeah, of course. You do? Yeah, why wouldn't you? Now, I, I, the one I got in Brazil when we did our couple's massage, so funny. We, we we see a guy at some point walks by who was like a decidedly handsome Brazilian man. Better looking than you. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, well, did that, well, that that didn't need to be said right there, did it, Don? No. Well, just like the Molly comment, I'm just trying to... Oh, got yeah. it. You're specified. Yeah. So I said, you know, and Natalie made it what I thought was a joke she was like I think he's like the masseuse and I was like oh really then we go to get our couples massages and there's a woman there and there's this guy and I kind of give Natalie a, a, a joke I'm like oh this guy's really she's like no I was serious he really is 
the masseuse. So did and he I, do you? Well, so I said, I said, just so you know, I would rather have the woman give me the massage and by all means, enjoy this handsome man. I, he's wasted rubbing me down. I'm not going to get anything from this. How'd it work out? They didn't offer. He just came in and did me. Well, that's not what I wanted. Was he good? Honestly, I have to be truthful, and maybe this says something about me having a problem, and maybe it speaks to that caller a few months ago who said, like, massages are cheating. Right. I did not enjoy the man massage nearly as much. Yeah, I, the I, hands the hands were just rough. I, I I like the smooth hands of a woman. Scarlett Johansson could massage me, and I wouldn't like it. You know what? I don't know if I believe it. Je- Jennifer Aniston. I, I just don't like being touched by strangers. That doesn't that didn't, didn't that put a damper on your single life? Really? Well, they weren't strangers when. Well, but that, when it sounded like happened. in some cases they were. Well, I mean, a couple of hours. So you're saying, real quick, you meet Aniston, right? And she goes, "I just want to give you a massage." I would take it. But you wouldn't enjoy it because you're a stranger. Wouldn't, but maybe, maybe. But if if you. But talk, I feel like I know Jen. But if you talk to her for two hours and she said, "Hey, now that we've gotten close, I'd right. like to give you a massage." Now you could enjoy. But it. I, I don't think I can enjoy a massage per se, like to make my muscles relax. That's not what I'm about. I, you can't I can't relax. be relaxed. I can't be relaxed. It's, it's, my mind is always racing. I, I can't relax. Why, why do you do this? I don't know. This life. I mean, what's the point? What you, I should end it? I, 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 listen, Don, I'm not going to hand you the revolver, but I don't know what you're doing. I mean, nothing's... In, you pass up on some of the most enjoyable things in life. I didn't pass up. I tried it. I, I, I do. I give you credit for trying. I just wish you could let go. But your chances of liking it are very slim when you go in not wanting to like it. I mean, look at the eggs thing. Which Michael decides, if you guys missed it, over the holiday when Michael's on the cruise, he decides he's finally going to try eggs, and he has an egg white omelet. But you know why I chose egg white? Because I know you guys were like ripping me about this. Don said I should go to hell because of my lack of It wasn't of eggs. exactly like that. But, yeah, yeah. but my point is, I, I, I didn't think I would like the yolky part, right? So I figured I'll do the most benign part of the egg, and then the bacon would flavor it, and I would get through it. It didn't work. Yeah, but if here's what, just last thing. I know we got a break. This is an important message, though. The yolky part, if you will, yeah. you would have only noticed if it was over easy or sunny side up. Right. If you had done a regular scramble, it just colors the eggs and gives it more flavor. You're not getting yolk, per se, unless it's a very, Don, unless you did like a very soft scramble. If it's a regular scramble or omelet, you need the yolk. Yeah, I'm good. At least I tried. Stephen A., no, uh, according to some people, bought uh, the shoes as a bet payoff to Molly from uh, UConn winning the NCAA tournament. Oh, it was a bet payoff. Yeah. Sorry, I thought it was, I, okay. Hey, when I'm um, when I'm getting ready for a game, I have to be pre- prepared. Sure you do. Yeah, I have my lineup cards. You've seen it. Yeah. The latest team stats. And of course, my mug of Bigelow tea. The mic has to be on for people to hear you. For me, it's Bigelow Earl Grey with a smooth taste that keeps my voice in peak condition. Even when the game goes into extra innings, I refuse to settle. Neither should you. No matter how hectic your day gets, grab your favorite Bigelow tea. Take a moment just for you. So grab a mug of your favorite Bigelow tea and join the millions of fans that make Bigelow number one in New York. Bigelow tea, the official hot tea of the New York Yankees. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.